the Movie Journey Podcast, where not only do we break down films from the IMDb Top 250 list, but we also do a wide variety of other things, including quizzes, drafts, top fives, and pod v pods. But today, we're not going to do a pod v pod. We're going to do something very special. As usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Hendo. How are you going? I'm doing very well. Yes, you did mention that it is not a pod v pod today. We were going to do Dan versus Dean, but we've had a lot going on in our real lives, I guess you could say. It's fair to say we have been very, very busy. I've worked 15 of 16 days and I'm tired. Well, pathetic. Only 15? I mean, it's, it's no 16 of 16. That's right, it isn't. I didn't work 16 days, by the way. Did you work six? I definitely worked six. Oh, well done. I worked just standard 10. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. But this is episode 150, Dean. Now, we are not going to do Pod v Pod. We are going to release a special episode that we did about just around about a year ago, I reckon, over on our Patreon, where we did our top 50 films of the decade. Yes. And the decade being, of course, the 2010s. <laughs> because hey, which decade? <laughs> <laughs> no, so that will be this episode. We do have our question of the week, which we'll get to halfway through it, which it was, what is your favourite Best Supporting Actor nomination that lost, I guess you could say. Yeah, the loser. Yeah, exactly. So no actual Who, one, no actual people that actually won. No, the who's the best loser? Yeah, exactly. But we'll get to that later on. But until then, we've got our top 50 of the decade to get to, Dean. Let's do it. Let's do it. What we've got here, 50 films that we're going to be basically just going through here. We're not going to get super in-depth no, about no. why why they're great. We know why they're great. There's a lot of these films we've already spoken about. There's going to be films we're going to be speaking about in the future. Mm. So we're basically just going to be going through our list here. I must say, I did a couple stats here. Oh, I like stats. I got nine five-star films here. So I had one film I needed to fit into this top 10 at number 10. And by God, I tell you, getting the 50 was was good. Like it was, it was a, in the end, I had a, a list of 64 films and I whittled it down to 50. And then the task of putting them in order. It's really hard. And I found, I found it wasn't the top end that was hard. I found that like 30 to 50 where it's, it's tougher to separate those films. How I did it was I had all my years set up in, in my rankings. Mm. And then I started off at, okay, let's look at the bottom one of each year. Which one is the worst of those? That's okay. That one is the worst out of the, that lot there. That's number 50. Okay. What's now, there's a new one there for that year. Mm. What's the worst one out of these ones? Boom. And just did it like did that. Did any of your rankings change for the year when you went back and looked Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I initially went back over all my yearly rankings and I'm like, now, you know what? Now that I've had time to think it over and go back on a little bit, this film is better than this for me personally. And that's how I did it. Yeah, because I, I have a private list on Letterboxd that is my all my five-star films and the order that I rank them, yeah, like an all-time, an all-time list, basically. And it's funny, like looking at that now, there are films here that I don't, I wouldn't give five stars anymore. There are films that changed the order. Yeah, like even looking back at the last couple of years, those orders for me, some of them have changed. There are four and a half star films. Yeah, you know, there are four star films that I might rank higher than four and a half star films for me. Like there's, I don't as know, we grow just, older, we mature and yeah. our opinions change. Yeah, it's not so much the maturing; it's just. The opinions change day to day and, you know, how much you remember from a film, how much, you, how fondly you look back on it, what connections you make with it, all of that plays into it for me. So, yeah, it was, it, I had a lot of fun doing it. It took me like three hours one night to do. It was a lot of fun though. Didn't take me three hours, but it did take me a while and it was a lot of fun to I mean, I was probably watching a movie at the same time. Double double handling your tasks there, are you? No, I, I you know, talk about <laughs> guilty pleasures every now and then and, uh, one of my guilty pleasures, I must say, is watching grown men play video games on YouTube. <laughs> so I, I probably had that going, and yeah, it's it it good background noise. 
Okay, there's uh, Dean's life story for this week. But more stats. I have 12 films in this list that are from the top 250, and four of those are films we've already done breakdowns on. Ooh, I've got five breakdown films. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I did have a look at uh, which year had the most films in this list, and it's actually 2017 with 10 films. <laughs> Get the fuck out of Ten here. 10 films. Wow. Yeah. Do you, want, do you want to know how many I have from 2017? Two. Four. Wow. My, I had two years that were tied for most films with eight, and it was 2018 mm-hmm. and 2016. Okay. Well, my least with one film is 2013. Yeah, I had five from 2013. Wow, there you go. You, yours <laughs> um, seems a bit more balanced. My, my least was 2011 with two. Fair enough. All right. So, we'll just go back and forth here, starting obviously with number 50 and give our little brief opinions, maybe a little bit of classic slander and back and forth if we got some shit picks. But, spoiler alert, there's probably not going to be a lot of films that we put up that the other person's going to be like, that's absolutely garbage. There might be a couple, but probably not too many. I wonder if there's any that either one of us hasn't seen. Ooh, that's... Uh, I don't... I don't... Th- I, I, I don't looked. think so. I, reckon I don't think so. I reckon there'll... Yeah, I reckon there'll be none. Yeah, I I'm do I'm going to call it none. Because if they were that good... We would have gotten each yeah, other to watch exactly. Them. <laughs> I do think a little while ago when we were doing uh, picking a film for each of us to watch every week, I was I was filling out my like four and a half star films for you to watch. So yeah, I really don't think yeah. there's going to be any. But let's kick it off with you, mate. What is your number fifty film of the decade? Of the decade, top fifty. Here we go with a movie that most people have not heard of, but I know that you've seen it from 2013. It is Starred Up. Damn, good pick. Yeah, Yeah. not bad. Very gritty prison film. Love it. Fantastic. My number 50 is from 2011. It is A Separation. Ooh, go on the foreign film straight away. I've got a fair few foreign films on my list, I must say. I bet you do. Uh, Now we go to 2011 for me. From director Lynn Ramsey, it's We Need to Talk About Kevin. Okay, there's one where you can uh, cross that off that list because, no, that's not a good film. (laughs) (laughs) No. At least least just say you don't like it. You don't say it's not a good film. What are we doing now? Are you changing the way we talk just for this one episode? Sure. My number 49 is a documentary from this year, At the Heart of the Gold. Mm. Mm. Interesting. My number 48 from 2010, all the way back, Animal Kingdom. Australian film. Good pick. I'm very curious to how many, not just we haven't seen, but how many crossovers we've got. Oh, that would have been good to you know predict. I will. But who's going to keep track of that? I mean, it would be pretty easy at the end to have a look, wouldn't it? Probably. I'll say... Say 30. Yeah, I was going to say like 35. Okay. I'm going to be in that 30 to 35 window. Yep. Well, my number 48 is another foreign film, a very obscure foreign film. Make it 20. <laughs> <laughs> From 2017, Bad Genius. Oh, okay. Yep. Not surprised it's on your list. Just missed out for me. 47 for me. It's Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Very Our first good. superhero film. There we go. I'm sure it's not the first last. First of many. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number 47 is going to be nowhere near your list. It is another documentary from 2017. It is Icarus. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That's overrated. No, it's not. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Love that documentary. Uh, my number 46, a film that has ranked high on a lot of people's uh, best of the decade lists. But for me, it's number 46. It's The Social Network. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you're right. It is very high on a lot of uh, mm. top tens of the decade. Yeah, it is. Well, my number 46 is my first superhero film. Different kind of superhero film. Logan. Logan's my 45. Ooh! How weird is that? Because my number 45 is Wonder Woman. 
I mean, if we start having a similar list here, <laughs> we should be worried. Here's a Hendo movie, though. My number 44, Your Name. That's uh, that's definitely on your list. That's definitely way too low. <laughs> anyway, my number 44 is a 2017 film. It is Lady Bird. Okay. Didn't expect that on your list. Mm, made it just, just scraped in. What about you? You're number 43? Yep, 43 from 2013. I, I don't actually know what you think of this film. You're probably... I don't think it'll be on your list. I'll put it that way. It's her. I don't want to say. (laughs) (laughs) AKA, it is. I have one film from 2013 on my list, and I'll just leave it at that. Wow. My number 43 is Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Okay. Might be coming up on my list. Maybe. Uh, 42 for me, which will definitely be on your list. Searching. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good film. What about this one? My number 42. Pretty sure it will be on your list too. It's uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Interesting. Missed the cut? Not on my list. Oh, wow. I thought I it would have Rise over Dawn. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, Rise missed the cut for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, my number 41, my first foreign film. No, it's not. That was your name. My <laughs> second foreign film, The Hunt. The Hunt. Yep. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen doing Mads Mikkelsen stuff. Yeah, you you might see that pop up on my list, maybe. Who knows? My number 41. Mission Impossible, Fallout. Oh, too low? Yeah, obviously. All right, then, why don't you tell me what your number 40 is? Documentary. First documentary? Let me check before I make outlandish claims. Yes, it is. First documentary. And spoiler alert, there's not going to be many more coming. Uh, It's Free Solo. Free Solo. Yes, the... uh, Story about a guy who likes rock climbing. Loves to climb a rock. He does. My number 40, you've already mentioned it. It's The Social Network. Mm, okay, mm. I wasn't sure if it would make, make your list. Uh, nah, my number 39, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is that the first 2019 spot there? Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. Oh, I've already had one, haven't I, for the, at the Heart of the Gold. Mm. Uh, my next film, number 39, 2016 film, Moonlight. Mm. Yep, Best Picture winner. And spoiler alert, that's uh, not going to be the only Best Picture winner on my list. I don't think I have a Best Picture winner on my list. Shall we have another spoiler warning? I have one more Best Picture winner on my list. Well, there you go. So out of the 50 films, I've got two are Best Picture winners. What does that say about the Best Picture winners this uh, this decade? Out of touch? For us? Or are we out of touch? No. It's the it's children, the children who, who are wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, over to you. You're number 38. Uh, 38, Hacksawry. Oh, my 38 as well. Nice. Spot on. <laughs> All right, back to me then. Yeah. 37, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Not a bad choice there. My number 37 is another foreign film, Loveless. Nice. Love, love. Love, love Loveless. Do you love it less than me? I think I do. Shattered. I think I do. Speaking of another film, I'm pretty sure I love less than you. Sing Straight, number 36. God damn you, man. <laughs> Uh, my number 36 is an, uh, an animation. It's uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. All, the, all these extra stats we could have done. I know. Animation. How many, how many animated films do you have on your top 50? Uh, I believe three. I also have three. There we go. Well, there's my first one. wonder if they'll be the same three. Well, if you have Kubo on it, then probably. Upgrade is my number 35. 35. Upgrade, hey? Yeah, Logan Marshall Green doing sure. robot stuff. That's right. My number 35 is Paddington 2. Oh, come on. Oh, love me some Paddington come 2. Come on. Love it. Uh, number 34 for me is Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass, hey? Missed my cut. Really? One of the ones I cut off. Jeez. Right at the end, too. Probably That's probably like 51, 52. What was your 50 again? Uh, a Separation. I mean, Kick-Ass, definitely better than A Separation. No, it's not. Clearly, because I said A Separation. What are you going to watch again? 
A separation. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, my number 34, quite the different, different film from Paddington 2. It's Hereditary. Mm. You are right. That is different to Paddington yes. 2. Uh, my number 33 is an interesting one because when I watched it, I gave it five stars and now I don't. And I haven't rewatched it. I just don't remember it. <laughs> I as just don't fondly. want to give it five stars anymore. <laughs> it always sat like right at the bottom of my of my five star list. But here it is, officially not a five star film for me. The perks of being a wallflower. Well, there you go. But still a great film. Of course, of course. Number thirty three. Can't remember what I gave it. I think I gave it like a middling three or something. Ugh. Three and a half, Come maybe. On. All right, my number thirty three. You just mentioned it before, mate. It's upgrade. Cool. What about your thirty two? The Wolf of Wall Street. Nowhere near my list. Nowhere near? Yeah, four-star film for me. But my number 32, man, this this was like the film I could have put up a couple more spots. I could have put it down a couple more. I This was a, a hard one to put in its spot. It's Predestination. Really? Yeah. That little film. Oh, man, that film. It's just every time I think about it, I'm like, fuck, that's a good film. It's all you think, you think about it, like, Jesus. You're so high on that film. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my number 31. We've recently done a breakdown on it. I tell you, before I watched it for the breakdown, it would not be on this list, but it definitely is now. It's Prisoners at 31. Very good. Prisoners, hey? That's a 2013 film. Much like my number 31. Also a 2013 film, but it's not Prisoners because that just missed my cut. This one is Her. Wow. Mm. I thought Prisoners would make your list. Prisoners is my second favourite film of 2013 and hit around that 55-ish mark. All right. Top 30 now. Here we go. Let's kick it off with a film I am 100% sure will not make your list. From 2016, it is Nocturnal Animals. You overrate that film so much. I disagree. But I must say, it is another- Did you take it off the five-star list? Yeah, it's yeah. not five stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's another film that I haven't rewatched, but in hindsight, maybe it's not five stars. Man, Four and a half. I don't even hear about that film anymore. It's such a forgettable push-past film. You hear a lot about uh, Predestination, do you? I didn't ever gave that a five-star banger. No, I'm just saying, like, just because people don't talk about it doesn't mean anything. No, no, not just anyone. No one. Except you. Last time you spoke about that film was in 2016. That's not true. (laughs) I'm sure I mentioned it recently. My number 30 is uh, basically showing that Ari Aster has improved because it's Midsommar. Hmm. My number 29, Insundi. A Denis Villeneuve film. It is a Denis Villeneuve film. So is my 29, but it's a rival. A a rival to Insundi? No. That's terrible. Does it rival in Zendi? <laughs> that was a bit better. <laughs> All right. Number 28. Yet another sufferer of my uh, recent five-star cull club. <laughs> <laughs> but still, great film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We understand. Uh, number 28, Birdman. Birdman. That was actually a film that was five stars for me as well, and then I just cut. Same with Hacksaw Ridge. I had both had those at five stars once. Even uh, Nightcrawler. I had those three at five stars, and then just, just think about it like a couple of years later, you know what? No, four and a half. Fair enough. Just like that. My number 28, I uh, I guarantee you it is in your top five. I'm, I'm planting the flag right now. It's the Safdie Brothers' good time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just immediately scrolled up to my top five. I'm just like, okay, which ones are you going to say? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Good time. Yeah. My number 25. 28. 28. My 27. Avengers Endgame. Fair enough. Not on my list. Not surprised. I actually think I'm done with the Marvel, to be honest. The Winter oh, Soldier there. I'm just getting started. <laughs> of course you are. I only put all the DC shit at. <laughs> oh, it's coming. <laughs> oh, my number 27 is another foreign film, Mummy. Yeah. I'm not surprised it's there. Yeah. Not on my list. Of course not. Okay, speaking of DC. No. Yes. Number 26 for me. It's Joker. Okay. Yeah, all right. 
Yeah, I figured. I knew that was coming up on your list. Not bad. Not bad. My number 26, you mentioned it a little while ago, from 2010, Animal Kingdom. Oh, I didn't, did not expect that. Fuck yeah. Fuck well, yeah, indeed. I'm just, I'm just going through our top 25 here. You have mentioned eight of my films so far. You have mentioned three. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? Uh, I don't know that we're going to have, you know, I don't know, 16 of the same films. I don't know. What does it say? I don't know. We'll find out at the end. All right, we'd just like to say this show is brought to you by our awesome patrons who have been supporting the show for coming up three years now. Pretty close. Three. Pretty close to three years. I give thought it, you were going to say just over two, but are we near on three? We're closer to three than we are two. I mean, that could mean so much. It's a couple of months away. So I'm just going to say three from now on. Nearly three. Oh, okay. All right. But then we won't be able to say, oh, it's been three years. No, I'll say that on three years. I mean, it feels like you're going to be saying it now and you're just going to be lying to everyone. It's nearly three years. Is it a lie if the people you're lying to know it's a lie and it's not like a deceitful lie? Like you're being very open that you're with your you know, untruthfulness. What have you done in your life that you need to find this answer? What have I done in my life? <laughs> wow. How long is your show? <laughs> my show, is it? Nah, it's a Sleepless in Seattle reference. Oh, there you go. You would get it if you'd seen Sleepless in Seattle. That's true, I would. But Dean, big announcement, we started a YouTube channel this week. Yes, we have been filming for a little bit now. Yes. But we have finally officially launched it. To rave reviews, I might add. <laughs> yeah, my mum loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not saying much. <laughs> no, we have released our entire Batman quadrilogy reviews over there. And we'll continue to dish out more content as we get along. We've got plenty of ideas coming up. So just go ahead and subscribe. That'll really help us out. Throw some likes over there. We'll uh, start dishing out some content. Yeah, it's very exciting times for us. All right, mate, let's get to... Answer my question! The question, jerk! Where we asked our Facebook listener discussion group and our patrons what their best losing supporting actor nomination was. All right, first one here from Rob Manifield. Michael Clark Duncan in The Green Mile. Seems timely. We just did a little while ago. Very good supporting actor. Almost too timely. Uh, next from Jamie Russell. R. Fines. Maybe Jamie, like like me, does not know how to spell, or sorry, how to pronounce R. Fines' first name. What do you think it is? Is it Ralph or Rafe? I think it's Rafe. I mean, I think it's Ralph. I think it, I, I'm almost certain it's Rafe. And I'm not even sure it's Fines. I think it could be Fiennes. All right, you you say Rafe Fiennes then, and we'll see who the fuck you're talking about. Okay. Anyway, back to Jamie. Uh, R finds in Schindler's List. How did that go to Tommy Lee Jones for The Fugitive? I like that film, but come on. Come on, indeed. Nerd Revert says either Gyllenhaal for Brokeback Mountain. I think it's Gyllenhaal. It could be either, Dean. I mean, it could be either. Actually, you know what? I think I've heard Gyllenhaal more than Gyllenhaal. Yeah. yeah. Who says Gyllenhaal? I did, just then. Or Edward Norton for Primal Fear. Hmm. And lastly here from Mr. Chris Beardsall, Michael Clark Duncan for The Green Mile. Excellent choice. All right. Thank you guys for putting in a response. Dean, let's get to our top five losing Best Supporting Actor nominations. And as usual, we'll kick it off with you. What is your number five? I'm going to go the youngest person on my list, Haley Joel Osment in The Sixth Sense. Excellent. Okay. Now, are you, is your criteria have any base at all to the person who actually won against them, or are you just going purely off the loser's performance? Purely off loser's performance. Very good. I have not taken into account who actually won. Excellent. Me too. All right. In saying that, my number five is the aforementioned Rafe Fiennes from Schindler's List. Nice. Nice. Uh, My number four, Joaquin Phoenix in Gladiator. Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Very good. All right. My number four, it's been mentioned twice already, is Michael Clark Duncan in The Green Mile. Ah. Are you pandering to the audience? 
my what, number. Th- hang on, what are we pandering for? I, I often wonder why you pander so much, Endo. Speechless. <laughs> All right, my number three, Clive Owen in Closer. Ooh, yeah, yeah. big Closer fan. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen a human heart, Endo? Looks like a fist wrapped in blood. Very good, Dean. Yeah, I could tell you. Personation was yeah, spot on. You had no idea. My number three, very recent watch from last year. I'm going Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt. Ah. Yeah. Did you think I was going to say The Master? No, nah, I wasn't sure where you were going with that one. All right, then. Well, what's your number two, mate? My number two is Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction. I think we have the same top two here. I would say so. My number two is Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction. Fantastic. And my number one, Al Pacino in The Godfather. Absolutely. All right, but we've got to get to... DVD where we did our draft on best losing best supporting actor nominations i went first for this one and of course i had to go pacino for the godfather of course very obvious number one yes but you had the next two picks dean i did and i took uh samuel jackson in Mm -hmm. pulp fiction and i I went a bit speaking of pandering i think i think without (laughs) doubt my uh, my strategy of late is to try and pander to popular movies for film Twitter. And I thought, right, Lord of the Rings, come on. Oh, look, someone got nominated in one of those films. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw little Sir Ian McKellen for Gandalf in Fellowship of the Ring out there. Spoiler alert, it didn't work for it me. It didn't work for you at all. I came up with uh, Mr. Ralph Fiennes in Schindler's List. And yeah, first and fourth pick. Took the top two. Yeah. I ended up getting a 65% win on that one. So that brings me up to two all. Catching up, Dean. Yeah, I have a feeling about this next one, Hendo. Next one, we'll clinch it. You're uh, 25. Top half. Here we go. 25. Gone Girl. It's a very good choice. Nice. Good to hear it's on your list. <laughs> My number 25. You mentioned it before. Free Solo. Very nice. Uh, 24. Ad Astra. Yeah, I forgot you had that uh, high up. That's good. It's a good oh, choice. Oh, yeah. Uh, my number 24 is uh, the last film from 2018 that I'm going to have on here, Searching. Yep. Am I done with any other years? I know I'm done with 2013. I have no idea. All right, let's get to my number 23. It is an animated film. I'm pretty sure it would be on your list, but uh, actually, it's probably not. It's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, not on my list. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't make the cut. Something that, something that did make the cut, though, is my number 23. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, Gone Girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. We're about on, on point with that one. And just looking at my list, yeah, 2018 and 2013 are all done now. Everything else still is, everything else is still in play. Still got some representation. That's right. My number 22. Tell me something, girl. Wow, that's soft. I thought that was going to be higher. The voice. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something, boy. <laughs> Uh, it is A Star Is Born. You thought that'd be higher than 22, really? Yeah, I thought it was going to be higher. Oh, okay. I think it was more recency bias. He just ranted and raved about that film so much. It was so recent. It's a great it's a, film. It is a great film. Not on my list. Number 22 from 2012. It's Ryan Johnson's Looper. Fair enough. Fair enough, indeed. Mm. Number 21, About Time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing? It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, just missed the cut. How dare you? You love that film as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, my number 21 is a film I know is going to be higher up on your list. From 2017, it is War for the Planet of the Apes. Mm. Caesar! Yes, Caesar is in that. Okay. Top 20. Top 20. It's getting good. It's getting close now. From 2019, it is Marriage Story. 20. Damn. That movie had a big impact on you. Certainly did. My number 20 is also 
from 2019. It's The Irishman. Okay. No okay? It, no, okay. I thought it was, I thought okay. it was fine. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Uh, number 19. Let's hit up some more of the old MCU, shall God we? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Avengers Infinity War. I don't know how, how many more have you got. I think I think you got one more. I can't remember your MCU list. Anyway, my number 19 is from 2014. It's Nightcrawler. Hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal. Did you mention that? No. Not on your list? Uh, we shall wait and see. <laughs> I can him, confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that I've put some MCU love out there, obviously I have to put some DC love out there. My God. <laughs> and I'm not don't, sure if don't. this is going to be on your list or not. No, I know it's not going to. I know what you're going to say. It is Batman yeah, versus Superman. So shit. Dawn of Justice. God damn it. Oh, yeah. That is horrible. No, it is fantastic. Is that a five star you dropped? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but still, 18th best of the decade. God, that's that's a horrible Great choice. movie. My number 18 is a film from 2017. It is Paul Thomas Anderson's Phantom Thread. Good, good film. Yes, it is. Good film. Uh, my number 17, Room. Yep, and I was waiting for that one. When I was Ooh. I was thinking about, oh, Dean's picks, Dean's picks. You'll have Room on there for sure. It's not on my list. Uh, I knew, yeah, classic Dean pick, that one there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, my number 17 is a film from this year. It is Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wow, that's high. Joe, deservedly so. Hmm. 16. <laughs> 16 for me. This is where you should have put Mission Impossible Fallout. No. Oh, yeah. No. How good is Mission Impossible Fallout, though? It's a very good film. Made my list. My number 16 is from 2012. Now, you bang on about fucking dumb DC and all that. How can I not have a James Bond film on my list? My number 16 is Skyfall. Okay. I can see you just wanting a James Bond on there, putting one on there. Yeah, fair enough. Why not? If you're going to throw one in. Backhanded compliment. I can see you just wanted to have one on there. If you're going to throw one in, may as well be Skyfall. All right. One of two choices. <laughs> you know what I haven't mentioned enough of? MCU. <laughs> hey, aren't you glad I'm getting it out of the way here? Oh, uh, number 15. Top 15. Here we go. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I feel like that's your last one. I feel like you were correct. Yeah, cool. My number 15. Uh, <laughs> might, get, might get a little, uh, little negativity or a bit of slur here. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk. Number 15. Oh, come on. What? I just, I just feel like if it didn't have the Nolan name to it, you would not froth over it like you do. Incorrect. Well, it's not incorrect because I said I've I just, feel I've like just lost- I, it's my, opi- my, opi- my opinion is this. Incorrect. I can't no. I can't take any validity to an opinion from some guy who's like, so my next film is an MCU. Oh, my next one's a DC. Oh, I got another MCU. Oh, Batman vs. Superman. Give me a break. 14. Hold on. I just, I'm counting how many superhero films I have. Yeah, there's there's the difference. When we look at my when we look at our top fifties, I count how many foreign films. Dean counts how many superhero films. It's eight. That's hard. <laughs> if you if you count Kick Ass as a superhero film, it's eight. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay, where are we at? Fourteen. Yes. War for the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Very good. That was your number one for 2017. Yeah. Very well. Could have been Hendo. Yeah, yeah, it was. It definitely was. was. My number fourteen. But, but an what? opinion that has changed, I must say. What'd you th- what'd you do? Throw Phantom Thread on top. Yep. See, the memory. I've got, got the memory there. Number 14. Because if you remember um, when we recorded our best of 2017 list, I, I think I saw Phantom Thread like the day before. You, no, we no. you saw, you did, you watched Phantom Thread after the list. Oh. Yeah. I watched Phantom Thread the day before the list. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And maybe I just didn't And then wanna... you watch Bad Genius and you're like, that would go on my list too. Well, 
Yeah, but sure. Sure, of course. Why not? 14. It is Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. Wow. Yeah. Quality film. Number 13. Nightcrawler. There it is. My number 13 is another film from 2014, and that is Birdman. I had no idea you liked it that much. I just mentioned that it was one of the films (laughs) I took off five to a four and a half. I had no idea. How quickly you forget. About, what, six minutes ago? Total blindside. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What are we at? 12. Arrival. Very good. Quality film. It is. My number 12 is from 2019. It's Uncut Gems. Wow. Huge. Huge. Number 11 from 2015. A film that I thoroughly enjoyed that blew me away. It is Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Yep. Okay. I was waiting for it. Good. Is that your first five star? Or did you put that down a peg? That's definitely five stars. What was the one you said before that? Nightcrawler. Arrival, Nightcrawler. They five stars? Yeah. Okay, cool. War for the Planet of the Amps, five stars. When did your five stars start? I mean, I'm sort of looking. I know I've I've had Fallout at four and a half, but the next one was Captain America Winter Soldier. That could be five. Okay. My my five's having my five start at number nine. Yeah, well, I mean, that's surprising because I think that you're giving away like candy, but there you go. You've got nine. I've got 15 for the decade. Look at you just dishing it out like your buddy Willy Wonka. Like candy? <laughs> really? <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> it's like, I can't say candy because you just say candy. Maybe I'll say like Willy Wonka. Yeah. Candy, that what are you, works. American? <laughs> All right. My number 11 just misses the cut from 2012. It's this the- is a cut of what? The top 10? Yeah. Okay. It's The Hunt. Ah, ah, not surprised. Okay. All that was four play endo. Top 10. Here we go. Top 10. This was tough. This was tough. Number 10. I'm sure this is in your top 10. From 2015, Ex Machina. Mm, may very well be. Mm, for you, sure. You say 2015. I feel like 2015 is my best year of the decade. I have four films from 2015 in my top 10. I have two from 2017, and then I have one from 2016, 2014, 2010, and 2011. Fascinating, Hendo. Thank you. Thought you'd want some extra stats there. But let's kick it off with number 10, the last non-Firestar film for me. I thought you were going to say The Last Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is Creed. Of course. Yep, you do love Creed. I do. Okay, number nine. We saw it together. It's The Irishman. I was going to say, it's not Infinity War. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, The Irishman. Yeah, that's super high. That's super high. It is. My number nine, I, I think we're going to be hearing it from you in a little bit too, from 2015 once again, Inside Out. Ah, good film. It is a good film. Can't argue with your pick there. That's right. I will, but I can't right now. <laughs> uh, my number eight, we mentioned it before, it's a Phantom Thread. Very good. Good choice. My number eight is another 2015 film, and you mentioned it. It's Ex Machina. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number seven. You have a foreign film. Ooh, you have a foreign film in your top 10? I do. Look at you. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it's not the same foreign film. No, it's film. not. Uh, Train to Busan. That's right. You love that, that film. That is right. <laughs> Look number at you. Seven. My number seven. It was uh, interesting and uh, quite on point of the uh, grunts you just made before with the <laughs> because my number seven is from 2015. It is Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, come on. What do you mean, come on what? That's high. It's very high. Yes, it's number seven. Seven is a high number. Thank okay. you for clearing that up. You know up. what's higher than seven? Six. And you know what has a better Tom Hardy performance? Are you saying Warrior? Warrior. I agree. That's my number six as well. <laughs> <laughs> Smashed it. Well, all right, my number five. And I actually don't think I counted this as a superhero film, but it <laughs> definitely is. It is The Dark Knight Rises. 
Another Tom Hardy film. I actually, I got to say, I think Tom Hardy is the most represented. I have three Tom Hardy films in my top ten as well. Well, we're into our top five, mate. And my number five is my last foreign film. It's my last animated film. It is, of course, your name. Of course. Yep. Okay. Number four. I feel like I know three of your four. I'm just saying. Hold on. I know three of your four too. Are we actually kidding here that we have three of our top four the same? I feel like we the do. The order will be different. Yes, yes. But yeah, I reckon we do. All right, go on then. What's your number four? I'm curious what your the one I don't know is. Uh, my number four is Whiplash. Whiplash, hey? Yes. Well, my number four is the other Chazelle film, La La Land. Very nice. But back over to you for your number three. You've already mentioned it. My highest ranked animated film, Inside Out. Very good. Very good. Well, my number three is the other film that you mentioned earlier on. It's Sing Street. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, definitely Sing Street. Uh, I think we have the same number two, maybe? Maybe. Inception. No. Okay. My yeah, number two that way. is Whiplash. Yep. And our number one is- Our? Our number one. Your? Our number one, a so Damien Chazelle film. So clearly your <laughs> number dun, dun, one. Dun, 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 dun. La La Land. Of course it's La La Land. My number one, Inception. Boom! <laughs> yeah, not surprised. We had a lot of crossovers. Uh, we've just done the math after careful consideration. It's 28. I was close with 30. It's good. Better than your 35 pick. Pfft, where'd you pull well, that I from? Just ha- I just thought I'd have so much more faith in you to like, oh. have, have, have much better taste. Mate, you're not putting Batman vs Superman on your list. Is yeah. A once joke. you said Batman vs Superman, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this list is a, this crossover thing is a sham. We're not hitting anything anything close to 35. Uh, no, but I think I think that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, some great movies this decade. Yeah. Some all time greats. So, what's next? All right, Dean, it's time to basically let everyone know what our next movie is. Neither of us have picked this. We kind of uh, put this together because of our upcoming Patreon series, which we're doing the Terminator series. Now, we've already done the Terminator way back in the day. Way back. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like episode 25 or something. Really? Mm. What episode are we up to now? This is 150, Dean. I cannot <laughs> understand how you don't know this. Wow. That wasn't even a joke. I legit was like, maybe it's 80-something. What? <laughs> This is what I have to put up with. No, of course, we're going to be doing Terminator 2, Judgment Day, next week. Strap yourselves in. It's a it's a big one. It is a very big one. Did you see that Judgment Day was trending on Twitter two days ago? I did not. Yeah. And I, I searched around and someone had asked, what are like the five must-see films? And T2 got a lot of mentions. Well, I can see why they would say that. It's a very good film. It is. It is well-liked. But we'll talk about that more next week, won't we, Dean? I hope so, Hendo. All right. Thank you very much, everyone, for checking this episode out. And we will see you next week for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Bye.